quite personal to me because I'm going to talk about trust in the hard times because this is something I struggle with, uh, with myself in many situations. But uh, I have one of these. Now, I haven't been reading it all year. I'll put my hands up and say that. But I uh, turned to the 29th, which is today, and it kind of surprised me because it said this. Trust me with every fiber of your being. What I can accomplish in and through you is proportional to how much you depend on me. I care as much about your tiny trust steps through day daily life as about your dramatic leaps of faith. You may think that no one notices, but the one who is always beside you sees everything and rejoices constantly trusting in me is vital to flourish in my presence. Now that... The last bit got to me because, um, as Richard said, God is always there holding his hand out and saying, uh, do you trust me? Now, there are times in my walk that I have seen the hand and decided that and thought, but couldn't see it. Um, because there is a very, there's a very good film close to my heart called The Shack, which I will be playing a clip from later. And in it, uh, God says to the main character in it, Mac, when you are most in pain, you lose sight of me. And I believe that is true, because whenever I have been in a tough time, I always feel God's a mile away, and he's nowhere to be seen, and I'm in this alone. But what I don't realize is, is that God's always there all the time. I mean, one of my favorite poems, I suppose you could say, is Footprints, and it's right at the end that always, always gets to me. And as you know, in Footprints, there's a man, he has a dream, and he's walking along the beach, and he sees scenes of his life flashing across the sky. And he notices, and he looks back, and he sees that in the good times, there was two sets of footprints, and in the bad times, there was only one. And he questions God. He says, God, why is it that when I'm going through my worst time, there is only one set of footprints, as where you said to me that if I come follow you, you will always be with me. Now God then turns around and replies, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you. Where you only see one set of footprints, it is then that I carry you. Now that is very powerful in itself because when you're going through that hard time, it never feels like you're being carried. You always just feel like you're going it alone, but you're never alone. He is always fighting with you and for you. And that in itself is amazing. I have got some notes here, but I don't know if, if I'm just going to go with them or if the Lord's going to guide me, so bear with me. Um, I have got some here. Um, let's see. What I will do, actually, is I'll play the clip, if that's all right, and then um, I will... Before that, uh, Jesus said to him, why don't you go out on the lake? And he decided to go out there. Now, as you could see in the flashbacks, a lot of bad had happened, and he was really suffering with this, and that's what you saw, all that black water, all that, all that fear, was he couldn't, help, he couldn't do anything. But what I loved so much about this scene is while he's going through all this, you just see Jesus, and Jesus is there, and he's going, don't worry about all that. None of that can hurt you. I am right here. And what I also really love is as he looks up, 
you see the whole lake covered in all this black ink. And as he comes walking towards the boat, he clears away all that bad. And he's saying, trust me, none of this can hurt you. Now, that woke me up to what Jesus has always been telling me when I'm in going through my hard times is no matter what I'm going through, he's there saying to me, trust me, none of this can hurt you. You know, you are my child, I'm here for you. You know, and I always believe that when I'm going through these hard times, he's not just, you know, carrying me. He's holding me so tight that sometimes I can't even breathe, but I don't know it. Um, and another thing I like about this, this scene is when he says, now let's get you out of this boat. Now I truly believe me standing up here is me stepping out of the water of the boat and walking with Jesus. Because if you'd, to if you'd said to me to start a year, Ian, you'll be up on that stage 29th of December preaching. I said, nah, get out of here. But here I am. And um, he says, what I love is he says, you're imagining a future without me. That doesn't exist. And that's powerful in itself because there is no future without Jesus. And that itself is amazing because he, we were created to be loved by him and to love him and to have such a holy father to not just look out for us but to be there for us in every waking moment like it, like it said in that devotional that he's with us always and trusting in him even when it's hard is hard but it's what we have it's what we should do because there is never a time when Jesus will leave us and he will always, always be with us. And there um, don't know where I am now. But that's all right. But, um, but what God has taught me over the years is, as many of you know, I went to New Zealand at the start of the year and never thought I could travel on my own, let alone to the other side of the world. And um, the first flight to New Zealand was absolutely horrible. And then I had a four-hour layover in Kuala Lumpur, and then the second flight was so much easier. But the thing that really got me was as soon as I landed in New Zealand, I was on my own, knew no one, there was this calm that came over me. And I really felt it was God saying, you're going to be okay. This is going to be a life-changing experience. You're going to learn a lot about yourself. And I did everything that I wanted to do there. I learned a lot about myself, and I think that is why I'm standing here today, because the stuff that I learned is helping me to stand here and trust in God, because I don't think I would have been able to do that experience without him. And he has been teaching me a lot this year about myself and about other things that I did not know about myself. And a lot of... The way that God speaks to me isn't always through the Bible, isn't always through um, reading. It's A lot of the time it's through media, hence the film. There's a lot of songs leading up to today that um, he um, speaks to me through, and one of them actually inspired me on today. And it's, um, it's from the... Um, I don't have it now, but I might play it at the end. Um, it's from Joseph King of Dreams. And um, it's when Joseph's... In prison and he's in prison for years and he's he's saying to you know he's saying to God why have you why have you left me here I've done nothing wrong to be here why am I still here 
and uh, he's climbing up to try and get to, to the top and he falls down. He lands and he suddenly has a recollection that God knows the way and that he's got to trust in God and in his plan. And uh, the song's actually called Do You Know Better Than I? And one day I was just at work and sometimes I just start singing. I don't know why it just happens. And uh, all of a sudden, this song just came into my head and it just wouldn't leave. And uh, I really felt God say, right, trust. Because trust is a big thing in everything that we do. Whether it be, I trust my boss that he's not going to put me in harm's way. I trust that when my boss says, right, you've got to climb up that ladder and cut this, that ladder is going to be, is going to be you know, in a safe place that I'm not going to fall down or the ladder's going to fall down with me. I, ha I have trust in the fact that my tools are going to do the work that I need them to do and they're not going to cut out on me. Whether they do, then I trust that the petrol I use is the right, right petrol. I have, we have trust in the fact that our car is going to get us here today. We have trust in all the little thing, all the little things, but it can take one small thing, whether, for example, a hard time that then crack our trust in God in anything. And it's so, for me, I, I don't know why, but I find it so amazing that something so big can be so fragile because it is, it's extremely fragile, and yet God asks us to trust him. That's something big, but something so fragile. And that in itself is amazing, because like someone, had, I think like you said, you can't trust any human. You can't trust a human. So God's saying, trust me. And, you know, we can't see him. He's not physically, he's not standing here, sitting there. But he's saying, trust in me. And uh, there is, it's actually one of Natalie's favorite ver verses, and it's, uh, I can't remember exactly where it is, but it says, acknowledge me in all, that, uh, no, uh, in all thy ways, acknowledge me, and I shall direct thy path. Now that's another way of saying, trust me, and I will send you down the path that you need to go. Now sometimes we'll be going down that path, but we might take a wrong turn. But that doesn't mean God's still waiting at the right road going, why did you do that? He's actually going, well, this wasn't the road I expected for you, but I'll come with you. But we always find our way back to that path that he's leading us down because we trust him. And that is the message for today. Trusting God, especially in, like Richard said, this is the last service of the year. We're going into 2020. Now, God has got a lot for 2020. It's a whole new year. I don't know what it is. But we've got to trust in God that his plans are there to prosper us, not hinder us, because that is what he's there for. He is there to prosper us, and he never tests us more than we can handle. Because there's been a load of times that I've been in, I've been in a situation, I'm like, God, why are you doing this? I can't handle this. And then I look back at the situation, I think, hold on a minute. You were there the whole time, so I can do it. So he never, ever gives us more than we can handle, because we have him and we trust in him. That is all. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Can breathe easy. <laughs> now that's really good. Um, let's just do that. What Ian has uh, said. Let's just turn in the Bibles to that verse because it's funny. Um, you weren't here, Ian, because you were jollying like, off in uh, New Zealand this time last last year for six weeks or whatever uh, but we were talking about at the beginning of the year proverbs 3 verse uh verses 
Sorry? Yes. Uh, and it says there, so if you want to re read it, uh, it's Proverbs 3, verse 5. It's page 3, uh, sorry, page 637 in the Bible. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Then as the movie was playing, I quickly looked back into... Um, where am I? Matthew. That that uh, image of uh, uh, you need to watch the film. I know Hilda's got it. Uh, the shack. Oh, you gave it back. Okay. Um, a, a number of you may have watched it. If uh, before, uh, over Christmas time, if you got your grandchildren over and they want to watch a movie, because yeah. Um, or, or your cousins or friends or whatever, watch The Shack. I'm sure it's on... They, you get your grandchildren to find it. It'll be, it'll be on YouTube or something, uh, some kind of media. Because, yeah, as Ian's right, uh, lots of me people learn through different ways. You might learn through reading, um, praying, or through different forms of media. And um, Jesus Walks on the Water on page 981. Um, just quickly reading this before we sing our... Sing our final song, uh, Jamie. Immediately, Jesus, um, this is uh, Matthew 14, verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on, to, go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up to the mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the, when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Maybe that's a, something, again, you can go away with trust in him and take courage for um, 2020. Then in verse 28, it continues, Lord, if it is you, Jesus replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, come, he said. Or it could be trust.